if the the other party has the the deeper connection and while you feel connected you also aren't as emotionally uh attached so you can still use your brain if you will see i think that's something maybe you should talk about therapy you think I should talk about it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that sounds crazy. <laughs> you think that you're, sounds crazy? Well, kind of, because you're saying you don't want to be uh, too emotionally connected. Welcome back to the podcast. This episode is actually one I recorded about a year ago with a close friend of mine. He currently lives in China, teaching English to Chinese students. And while he was in town, I had him come on and we talked about love and relationships and dating in China versus dating in the United States. This is when I had a different concept for a podcast that was focused more on relationships and mental health. So this is also heavily edited. We probably talked for two or three hours and this is edited down to about 35 to 38 minutes. Hope you enjoy. I have a couple more that I may pull from uh, back in that time period. So here it is. Do you want to be married? I, I, I do want to be married. Uh, I'm thinking maybe three or four years down the, I don't down the you, road. I think the problem with that is you shouldn't choose a time. What if what if the what if marriage for you is ten years down the road or fifteen years down the road? Oh well, I mean you know that's ten ten or fifteen years down the road is not something that it's not my ideal time frame. Well, sure, but the, but I think that's why people end up getting married. Mm-hmm. Maybe sooner than they should have because they go, I got to have three kids by the time I'm 26 and I need to have that perfect house by the time. Like they have the timeline. Everyone knows the timeline. I've got the timeline. Yeah. But but that, that um, I think rushes you into something that maybe you shouldn't be doing. So do you, when you think about dating, when you think about trying to find the person you want to marry, how do you, how do you approach that? Well, let me, let me say something real quick. No, you can't. It it doesn't it doesn't have to be something that you rush through. I mean, well, when I think about you know oh I want to be married by this age and have this many kids. I mean to me that's goal setting. And can you can you achieve that? You can, but it you have to try. It's not like a math problem though, where there's just you it, it, you start it and there's a solution. I mean, it it really is though, kind of like a math problem though. You know, like if you want to get married at say you know thirty two, okay, you don't have to be like I'm thirty two. Whoever, whoever I meet, you know, tomorrow is, is the woman that I'm going to be married to, you know, it's a, it's a numbers game. So you got to start when you're like 24, 25, just like meeting as many women as you can. And then at some point in time, the the numbers will work out for you and you will meet, you know, a woman that you want to marry and you'll probably meet her before you even turn, you know, 32 or whatever age you want to be married at. Yeah. But are you open to the idea that you might not? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Or are you just like, this is the way it's going to be? Like, do you have your mindset on that where it's like, yeah, by the time I'm this age, I'm going to be married? I mean, it's, it doesn't have to be something that's set in stone. You could be yeah. like, well, I'm 32. I'm supposed to be married by now, but you know what? Now I'm going to switch it to 33. I have a feeling your number is 32. It, yeah, yeah, it is 32. <laughs> it is, yeah. It is. I, I think 32 is... is What's uh, so great about 32? That's a weird number. Um, It's... If, is there to a me, it, it feels it? it feels like it's it's not too it's not too old and not too young. You know, when when a woman looks at you, she wants to know what your potential is. And I, I think at thirty two, you're at a point where your your potential is really showing, and you may have actually achieved a lot of things, but you're not to a point where 
it's obvious that you don't have any any potential. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, that's what, how most women look at me. He's got <laughs> zero potential. I've decided. Uh, Just kidding. That's they, not true. They see a little bit. You're not a woman. What 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 potential do they see, Jay? What what do they see when they look at you? In me? Yeah. Um what do you mean for potential though? Potential in what? Just in, the, just in life? I mean like the what I can achieve? Exactly. Yeah, what you can achieve, the potential for success. Um I think that depends. It depends on how well they know me. Mhm. I think in the beginning, if I go out on a date, then they see someone who's, um, you know, pretty nice. I do a pretty good job of listening, and I, I, I've pride myself on having the ability to have a conversation with most people. Mm-hmm. And so I think in the beginning, they're just like, oh, it's a nice guy. He's got a job. But then I think if you get to know me better, then you see that I'm really, um, I'm driven. Mm-hmm. And I'm passionate about a lot of different things. So I'm somebody that's like trying to achieve something, but that also doesn't necessarily go well for a relationship. Why is that? Um, Because I think it depends on who I'm talking to, but there are some women that, you know, their goal, like my mom's goal, she's told me that she just wanted to get married and have kids. Like that was her goal. She wanted to have kids, which is great because that's why I'm here. That, that's what she did she she succeeded yeah, at she her did goal. it that would, that's what she wanted i think she would have liked to be in a happier marriage you know that hurt i mean my parents got divorced when i was like 20 and it, i you know when i look at it it wasn't the best marriage but um but you've turned out all right yeah it turned out all right yeah but i think but for some women that's all they want especially like i'm 30 now and so more of the women that i meet i think that's what they're looking for and they're looking to do that fairly Pretty, quickly yeah, right fast yeah and so but for me i need someone who is maybe driven in the same way where they just want to achieve things and they're not necessarily looking to have kids right now and they understand my brain in a way jay, jay what are you what are you driven to do what am i driven to do like career-wise yeah i just want to make things that's what i found out recently that i um I, I can get along, I think, with most people or like find common ground, mm-hmm. find things that we have that we can r- relate. relate about. Yeah. yeah. But um, as when I when I look at myself being in a, like a long term relationship, like a marriage, I think it's got to be with somebody who is sort of on the same path in a way. You know, my I just have a creative brain, like 90 percent of my day involves creativity in some way. Mm hmm. Like right, I, yeah, I can I can tell. I live yeah, in the like, studio and it's this is so I have a full time job, and then I come home, and right now we're recording a podcast, which is also creative. Or last night I was building something. It's like my whole life is wrapped around that. Not not um, because I feel like I'm obligated to. It's because that's how I live my life. That's what I'm most interested in. And in the past, when I've been in certain relationships. I feel like I've gotten away from that just because maybe the person I'm with doesn't necessarily live that life. Like they have right. other things. And the benefit of that is I get to see, uh, I get to learn about new things and new people and do different things. But I always come back, you know, when I get out of a relationship, I always come back to this stuff and I feel energized in a way that I may have not felt while I was in the relationship. Cause this is the stuff that makes me, gets me excited. So that, that's what's led me to believe that I need to find uh, a partner who's maybe, um, as excited about that stuff as I am 
or as involved in it as I am because I think we'll always have like an understanding of each other and what we're trying to do instead of me trying to explain to somebody this is why my brain works this way this is why I like to do this because that that can be exhausting so did that answer the question I feel like I was all over the place no no that, that answered the question yeah, yeah, yeah. okay I mean so how, how are you going to solve that problem um I mean dating right right I mean but where, where do you go to date oh it depends I'm trying to branch out it's just hard like I don't I don't know that I'm going to my ideal woman is like someone in a bar or a club so that that already sort of right but but on the other on the other hand she potentially could be no it's true like i feel like you do got to be just open to whoever and that's but that's a problem for everybody because everyone's got like a list in a way right you have this list in your mind of what you need in somebody and it's hard to it's hard to be open to new possibilities when you're like, I want somebody who is this, 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 and this, and this. Yeah. And, uh, and there's nothing wrong about having a list of qualities that you want. You know, you just have to be realistic about it and know that the, the person you end up with may not have all of those qualities. I know you just can't be too rigid with it. Right, right, right. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. You can't yeah, be it's too just hard rigid to do, with it. Cause it, I think that's common now. Especially when like dating at this point is like shopping, you know, uh-huh. you get online and you're like, all right, I'm looking for somebody who's uh blonde, about five, five. And you just like put on all the settings and you go, all right, how many you got for me? You know, and by doing that, by putting those filters on there, you just immediately eliminate all these other people who may be like an inch taller or like all the, all these women that may be like perfect for you, but you just don't, you don't even see them because you filtered them out from the beginning. Right, and you you shouldn't filter them out, you know, uh, that way. Maybe uh, maybe the blonde doesn't have the master's deg- the degree that you want, you know, your potential wife to have, but the brunette does. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, you shouldn't filter out, you know, all the brunettes just for the blondes, or you sh- or you shouldn't fil- filter out all the master degrees and and not have the the non master degrees in there because you may find a better balance in one group than you than you didn't find in the other. I would never do that because I have two associate's degrees, so I don't filter out anybody <laughs> with their education because I can't. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, you always could though. And you actually, possibly you might find, you know, that you can, even though you, you only have two associate's degree mentally. I'm an idiot. You, you, you're not an idiot. You, <laughs> mentally, mentally you connect better with a woman that has maybe a bachelor's or a master's degree than you would with one that, you know, has an associate's or, or, you know, nothing. I'm comfortable with my education, mm-hmm. but the, the last, um, girl I dated, she had a master's and my favorite thing to do is like, you, you know, I only have like an associate's degree, right? Yeah. Just like to make fun <laughs> of myself. I'm not like on your level. Or if I said something stupid, I'd be like, well, I only went to community college. So I'm an idiot. But but when and when you did that, did she did she find that funny? Funny, yeah. Of course, because it's sarcasm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't actually think I'm an idiot. Right, but I mean, maybe in her mind, she is. Because I mean, I think uh, people who may who go for just something like an associate's, maybe there's a bit of um, uh, I don't know, a thinking around them, you know. 
Oh, like the, so you're asking if I was judged based on that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. Okay, okay. Not not in that instance. I've felt that before though. Uh, in what instance did you feel that? I don't know. Like I don't I don't have a specific thing in mind. I just I just know I've brought it up before and felt like oh they probably think I'm just lazy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You were talking about it some before. Like what's how's how's dating different here than it is in China? Um. It's in China. It's both easier and and more difficult. You are, you know, like, it, are you like a novelty there, though, in a way? N- no, I, I wouldn't. I don't feel like I'm a novelty. I don't novelty. know if that's the best word to use, but I mean, like, no, you're, but you're, I think that's. I, I understand what you mean when you say that. No, I, I, I don't feel like a novelty. Actually, if I go out into the countryside, I'm definitely a, a novelty. But if I go to if I'm in the inner cities, you know, I'm I'm not on novelty at all. You know, I'm just like, oh, there's another white guy. So what? Yeah. But how how has dating there changed your view um, just on dating and maybe on marriage? Like, are you looking for different things now after date, after you've dated in China? Am I, uh, am I looking for... Do you for, expect yeah, different yeah. things when you, when you, because you said, okay, 32, you're 29 now? Yeah, 29. So three years are you now do you have different requirements now or things you think you want in your wife in three years man that'd be crazy if i'm going to your wedding in three years that'd be crazy let's let's give it four years all right let's give it four years <laughs> three years yeah. wow okay good yeah yeah there are, there are things that i look for that are that are different um you know i being in china i found that i feel better when i'm around a woman that speaks english you know i i can speak chinese myself uh, at like an intermediate level but show off and and even <laughs> in uh even in conversations in china you know i can talk and understand and we can communicate with one another um but it, it can never really get onto a deeper level and i always have to think a whole lot when i'm having the conversation and so it just completely takes away from the experience i have you know, when I'm, when I'm like dating a woman or, you know, or just talking to her. Um, so for me now, I feel like I need a woman that speaks English. She can speak Chinese too, but she has to speak a good amount of English. Um, and then also in China, I found that, uh, or at least I, I feel that a lot of women, they, they don't, uh, they're not driven. They're not driven to be successful, you know? Is that because, like, how important are, like, gender roles there? Oh, they're important. Are they? Yeah. And everyone kind of follows them? Yeah. So if you were to marry a woman in China, Mm -hmm. what would that look like? Especially if it was, like, traditional Chinese woman. You mean, like, what what would the the wedding be like? No, no. What, What would that marriage look like? Um. So, okay, this is what the marriage would look like. I I would go to work. She would go to work. Our children would go to the grandparents and they would be taken care of by the grandparents while we were at work. I would come home with the, what is it, the bacon? I'd come home with the bacon. You bring bacon home every day. I bring the bacon home every day. You're a good and husband. I, and I would, bacon. I would give the bacon to her. And she would have the bacon and the ham and she would decide what to do with it. Here is a little bit of bacon. You can go out and do something with it. You can go and 
have a couple of drinks with your friend or you can go and have a couple of smokes with your friend, you know, something like that. I, I don't smoke, by the way, but in China, it's quite popular. So that's the, the example that I used. Um, and so, but that that's the, the, the area that I'm in, in, in China. The smoking area? Uh, well, I mean, all of China, <laughs> all of China smokes, you know, it's, it's a real chimney over there. But in the, the area in the southwest of, of China, the, the women play a bigger role, actually. They're more aggressive, and they're, they're kind of the leaders within the, within the family, more, more so than I would, I would say the, the men are, especially when it comes to money. <clears throat> but uh, in, the say, the northern part of China, the men are usually the leaders, and they would uh, handle the, the money issues, and then the women would kind of follow. Um, and in that aspect, it kind of makes me a little hesitant about dating and per- potentially marrying a woman in the southwest part of China because that's that's not really the kind of marriage that I want. Yeah, what kind of marriage do you want? Like, what does a happy marriage look like for you? Like, who who are you with? What's your list? Give me the list. I mean, for me, a, ha- a happy marriage is a uh, you know meet a woman that are friends with each other. Also, she meets some of the the ideals that I or the can I say ideals that I want in a woman, and also uh, she she respects me and she follows my lead, you know. And that's kind of what I want in a in a marriage. That's it. Um, I, mean, I guess I could say a couple of more things. That's all you want. Uh, you know, I I have the the things that I am driven to do driven to achieve and then she kind of mirrors me on those and she helps me to uh achieve achieve those sort of things yeah so and she's happy to to do that (laughs) so you're looking for somebody who's maybe a little like a little less driven and is more along for the ride no no she doesn't have to be less less driven she doesn't have to be but how important is a partnership and do you you want to have your separate thing though what do you mean by separate thing? Like, like what like I was some, talking about. A little something, something no, on no, the no, side. No, no. <laughs> no, what I was talking about before, like um, where I, I'm looking for somebody who's maybe a partner in creativity in a way, right? Where we maybe have a lot of stuff in common where I don't necessarily lead a separate life. Like mm-hmm. we almost become one. At least I think that's what I'm looking for. But you're saying you'll have your thing that you were driving, driven to do and she's just supporting that. So she doesn't necessarily do it. It's not necessarily her goal. No, I mean it, it. It will be her goal. That's that's why she's she's like encouraging me and helping me along to do that. The the main thing is uh, what we're both interested in is the family goals that we have. You know, maybe we want to bring home, I don't know, sixty or seventy thousand. You know, at the end of the year, and we want to use that to do renovations on the house or go on a vacation. And so she supports me. In, in achieving that family goal that we have. How important is like um, having hobbies in common though, or mutual interests, taste, taste in movies, taste in music, like all, all the things that make you up. Like how important is it to be compatible in those ways? Or is it just like the big things? Are you just looking for the big things, big picture? Um, the, the, the big picture is important. Um, and I guess it's something I've, I've also kind of run into in, in China is I like a I like a woman that's kind of uh, analytical and she likes to kind of analyze the world a little bit. Um, but if, if I met a woman that wasn't like that, as long as we felt that we were compatible 
and we could relate or you know learn to I don't know, relate or become compassionate towards each other's interests I think that would be fine too you know I think when you when you meet a woman that works for you you just like you feel it and you know it but do you see yourself staying with somebody for um you know 40 years I, I see myself staying with someone for 50 years <laughs> you know it's that's that's the goal is to 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 be together for life do you worry about that though do i worry about it yeah i mean yeah sometimes sometimes i do worry about it but i think in terms of of having that happen that you stay together for life a lot of times that's just a responsibility that i have to take up upon myself you know what just what can, to stay with somebody for life yeah yeah i mean it, it's the same with like a friendship right i mean you can't just like set it and forget it you know this isn't some tv advertisement yeah you have to record podcasts together that's like yeah exactly yeah yeah and you have to you have to be active in in the the friendship or the relationship yeah but not in the same way though like i cannot see you for months uh and when i see you again we're still like it's still fairly close i don't feel like it's been that long right like you feel that too but in a marriage i feel like you have to be on top of it all the time well, yeah, yeah. Like if, if you're gone definitely. for a few months, I don't worry that I'm not going to be your friend anymore. I just think maybe we won't be as close for that period or I won't know his day to day. Right. And you have, to, you have to catch up on all that stuff. Yeah. But I think for a marriage, you got to be like, you got to be in it and you got to stay in it and you got to want to be in it. And like the idea of doing that for the rest of my life, I'm, and don't get me wrong. I want that and I'm hopeful for that, but it also seems almost Do- impossible. Not impossible. Well, I, mean, I, should, I don't want to put. I don't want to use that you, word. But you look at a lot of, of men in life, like Brad Pitt. You know, he just got divorced too. You know? Yeah, but I can't use celebrities as, as an example because this, the scrutiny that's on their relationship and you're just living in the public eye all the time. It makes it that actually does make it impossible. I think to have a lifelong relationship, you just can't live a normal life. But there's a lot of celebrities who have, you know, have true Tom Hanks. Yeah. Oh, really? I think he's been married for like 25, 30 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. But he's one of the few. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, it's it's definitely possible. You just have to be, be active. I think a lot of guys, they become complacent in their marriage, you know? Well, don't just say say guys. A lot of women too, you know? Yeah. Women, they get married and and they think, you know, I just got married. The the rest of our lives together are going to be be better and better and better and better, you know? Yeah, but you're right. Only if you work on it. Right. Yeah, I don't know, but it's I, like I'm, and I I'm I'm not. Um, I believe it's possible. I don't think for me that's not the issue. Is but I want to know: is it possible to do that and also be happy? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, if if that's the relationship that you want, you know, and you want it to be for life, right? But I think and, certain people have those relationships and then they stay in it because they're like supposed to stay in it, and they've committed to it, but not necessarily because it's the person they want to be with or should be with or are most compatible with they're just like well we got in it so we got to stay in it right but that's that's a completely different topic though you know what i mean i mean if it's the if it's the woman that you want and you really love her and you want to stay with her you know you're going to do whatever you need to to make sure that 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 marriage works and a lot of guys they it regardless of it if whether the that's the woman that they want to be with for the rest of their life or it's a woman that they uh, settled for, you know, they don't they don't put in the work needed. 
you know, and you, it's really, it's something you have to do as soon as you start dating, you know, you have to like set, set the groundwork for how you want the relationship to be. Sure. Cause if, if you don't somewhere six months or maybe 10 years down the line, you're going to say, you know, how did this happen? How did I let my relationship get out of whack? And it's because, you know, you didn't, you didn't lay the groundwork in the beginning. I think the worst marriages or it's like they're, they're, they're long-term relationships and maybe they stay together forever. But so you have that person there, but you end up being more lonely because you don't actually want to be there. So you feel trapped, more trapped. Right. And I, I think those are the people that settled for less, you know, cause yeah, then maybe. they, they always look at the, uh, the greener pasture and they say, you know, why did I end up with, uh, you know, this kind of grass, I should have had the Bermuda, you know, I should have went for the Bermuda gla- grass, but I, you know, I got a uh, fearful or I wanted to rush through things and I uh, settled yeah. for less and ended up where I ended up. There's this great video from, um, I don't remember if I sent it to you or not, but you know, the school of life. It's a YouTube channel. I, I don't know it. They're, oh, they have awesome videos and a lot of it's about self-help and then from the videos have come books it's i think it's supposed to be a new approach to self-help and it th- like the videos they put out are awesome but there's one called um why you'll marry the wrong person and every new person i used to date i would i would always show them that video um for different reasons but i think one of them because i wanted somebody else who would appreciate that kind of content um but in the video they talk about um one of the reasons you'll you'll marry the wrong person or most people will marry the wrong person is because we don't even know ourselves and the questions we ask ask each other on first dates are not the questions we should be asking and so you end up with somebody you're not really compatible with because you weren't you weren't even like dating in the right way but you know he was saying what we should be asking each other on a first date is like not what music you're interested in or what do you do for fun it's like what makes you crazy like what are the things about you that are going to you know, 10 years from now, annoy me. Like what, what are your issues? And I think that's true. That's the stuff nobody wants to talk about. You just want to believe that this person is like, Oh, they're the best. You know, I'm really attracted to them. We seem to have a lot of common, but then those little details, those little intricacies, um, that everyone has, that's the stuff we should be learning about. I, I agree with that. You know, people, people don't like to try to, find out those you know very very deep things yeah people like to to stay on a on a shallower level yeah sometimes that's an entire marriage yeah there's this other test um it's like it's a 36 question thing that you're supposed to do with well it doesn't have to be someone you're in a relationship with but um it was a study or an article that was written i forgot what year but the idea was that you could fall in love with anybody. It's sort of an experiment. Uh-huh. And it's a it's a 36-question test that you take with somebody. And you, you trade off. You both answer the question, but you trade off asking it. And they become increasingly, um, well, invasive in a way. I mean, it's like real deep stuff by the end. Like your fears and when's the last time you cried and like all these great things. So it starts off more surface level and then gets into the deep stuff. You go through all 36 questions and in the very end, you look into each other's eyes. You lock eyes for, I think, four minutes. Uh-huh. Can't say a word. 
no, I don't think any music or anything. You just, you just look into each other's eye for four minutes. And then, so you're supposed to be able to do that. And like, they say love, but I think it's more that you can make a connection with anybody, which I believe that. Yeah, I, I would believe that too. But I'm, I'm kind of looking at it from a, a different perspective. Yes, you do want the emotional close, closeness to happen or the, you know, the closeness in general to happen. But I think it's better if the person you're talking to feels the more feels closer to you than say you feel to them because that closeness is going to bring a lot of emotions and in any relationship i think it's kind of better if the other person has more emotion than than you do i don't think because it makes any sense at all it, it does it does make sense though because if you're thinking with your it sounds very one-sided if you're thinking let, let me finish let me okay. finish if you're thinking with your with your emotions, you know, you can actually do a lot of stupid things or maybe something needy or, or something like that. And so I think it's, it's a lot better if the, the other party has more emotion than you have, because then you can kind of rationalize situations better. You know, like for, for an example, maybe you asked her 36 questions. She asked you 36 questions. Now you both feel very connected to each other. Yeah. But you're like, I'm going to call her every night. <laughs> we had that emotional connection. I'm going to call her every 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 single night. And I don't think that kind of that kind of uh re- response to the situation is particularly good. Yeah, but see, cuz it ma- can it can kind of ruin that that deep connection that you have. So it's, I think it's a lot better if if the the other party has the the deeper connection and while you feel connected, you also aren't as emotionally uh attached so you can still use your brain if you will see i think that's something maybe you should talk about therapy you you think i should talk about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that sounds crazy (laughs) you think that sounds crazy kind of because you're saying you don't want to be uh too emotionally connected and for one thing i don't think that's something you control you either feel that connection or you don't i i didn't say that i don't want to feel emotionally connected yeah but you basically said you're holding back you're like i don't want to feel too connected i do i do want to feel connected but I want it to be a paced connection. But you don't control that. But I try to control that. But you can't. Like, if you're talking about emotions and attraction and stuff like that, you don't control it. The only way you control that is just to stay away from it. But it, that's it, not healthy. I think in, in certain situations you can't control it. You know, like, uh, you know, love at first sight kind of things or just like, Lust of first when sight. you <laughs> lust of first sight. <laughs> you know sometimes you have a conversation and you just get caught off guard and the next thing you know you're just like you know boom all these emotions are there but i mean if you're going in, in with the context of i'm going to ask these 36 questions then you know you're uh, i feel like you are trying to control the situation and if you're going to control the situation i think it's better to have them feel more emotional towards you and you being able to have your emotions come on slowly at a slower rate i just disagree i think somebody's going to feel more connected to you because you give some of yourself also i think that's part of the reason somebody feels connected right and and you you can you know give a part of yourself you know she says when i was a little kid you know i i really enjoyed holding in my poop and you're like when I was a little kid, I enjoyed pooping in my diaper, you know, and they're like, oh, we're like feel the so same. connected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, this a, is this from a conversation it's, you actually no, had? No, I, I haven't had that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying, you know, you, you can still relate 
you can still relate. Yeah, but it still sounds to me like you're talking about trying to control your level of emotion and attraction by holding back. Right, but isn't that isn't that kind of you know what we do anyways? We always you, you said so yourself, right? You and, and I think in a different conversation that we you want to control the situation, right? Sure, that and part of that is and we we haven't talked about it in this conversation yet, but just like my issues with obsessive compulsive disorder and like needing needing to feel in control, control of thoughts, control of different things. Like I don't think that's necessarily normal like i shouldn't need to feel in control and when it comes to relationships i think part of what is healthy is being able to let go and just let whatever happen whatever's going to happen happen and i i'm on the opposite end of the spectrum is when if i'm having a conversation with somebody and i'm trying to build a connection if i don't feel like i'm in it and i if i feel like i can um easily back away and i'm not feeling enough for me that's a red flag that's not like all right i'm in control here that's more like i should probably date somebody else but it sounds to me like that's what you want you want to be able to say okay yeah well yeah I'm i, I want to headed here to I, me exactly, that means there's not yeah. enough of a connection well, that's what i see no i mean it's it's not that at all it's it's i for you I'm having though, the connection the connection is coming later you know i can i can talk to a woman and i can say Oh, you know, she doesn't really meet all of all of the things that I want. I'm really glad that I didn't have like, you know, we didn't connect emotionally or I, I didn't, you know, I didn't lust after her because she has some double D's or something like that. And now my emotions are all over the place. See, I, but see, I think that's just what's, that's what's normal for you. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it works that way for me. And, and well, and another thing is, you know, when you're, when you're clear-headed in a relationship, you can actually focus more on on how on how you want your relationship to be and how you want to create the the base for it. You know what's going to make it successful. I and, I, and I think if you're if you're too emotionally involved in the situation, you know uh, that kind of thinking can go right out right out the window. You know you're no longer trying to think what's the best for my relationship. You're thinking. You know what can I do to make so and so happy and, and things like that. Yeah, I just think most relationships aren't that logical. I think when you're, well, it's like when somebody's in a bad relationship for themselves. If you're far enough in, and you've been in it long enough, you're not thinking clearly anyway. Like I think like once you're in it, at least for me, I'm not thinking clearly or logically. Even when you've like settled into it, you're still not. You can't step back. You're in it. And you're probably not seeing it the way friends see it. Like if you were in a relationship right now, I could probably, I could give you my perspective, which would be completely different from yours because you're in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, yeah, maybe we just view it different. And, I don't think well, I could be I that mean, logical I about mean, a relationship, especially if I just met somebody, you know? I, yeah. Like when you're, you can't really control that attraction. Like it's just, a, it's like a chemical reaction. And then, yeah, you start acting different not thinking straight but i don't know that you can control that well i mean i i think you can all right you know by by reasoning out you know like i i almost called her seven times you know maybe i shouldn't do that yeah but your brain's still working that way i'm saying every time i've thought that way that i was being reasonable and then i was being logical and uh-huh. thinking it through you, two you, months later when i look back on it i was like man you were acting crazy i know and i think a lot of that is you know 
the more the more experience you have in, in relationships, the more you can catch, you know, the more you you learn not to do things that that are happening because of your emotions. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And when you learn to do that, you can be more logical and, and, and reasoning about about your relationships and have and not let your emotions overwhelm overwhelm the beginning of your relationship. Would you agree with that? Um, yeah, to a certain extent. Thanks for coming on. This hey, is this is thank the, you. I've had a blast. Yeah, this is the the first one. We'll see uh, what comes of this, but this is a good good start. I think so too. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck in China, and maybe you can come on in uh, like a year. I'll, I'm looking forward to it. All right. All right. See you then. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I have a couple more like this that I recorded from about a year ago that I may release in the future. Let me know what you think. And one more thing that I should mention, my friend that came on the show, I really appreciate him doing this with me. It was the first episode, but he wanted to remain anonymous, I think because some of his opinions were a little bit different as far as um, what is normal in China. So that's the reason I didn't introduce him, but uh, he's one of my closest friends and I really appreciate him coming on. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next week.